Hello, welcome to We're In Between, the podcast that discusses an episode of As Told by Ginger, once a week, every week. This week we've got our 48th episode, Stuff Will Kill Ya. It was episode 51 of the show, and it aired on November 14th, 2006. This one was written by the show's creator, Emily Kapnick. And in this one, Ginger's busy high school schedule leads her to count on a caffeine drink called the Moco Loco Frothinator. <laughs> to keep her awake. This causes her to be to become extremely hyper, but she crashes and burns without more, making it an unhealthy addiction. Meanwhile, Carl's disregard for the rules make him think he's inhaled something deadly. However, it's only a fake story that his teacher created as payback for his daughter's misfortune. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We're in between. Someone once told me the grass is much greener. We have a lot of cool stuff planned for season three. Being proud of who you are no matter what you do. You definitely see the characters progress a lot more. They start growing up. I think Ginger and Darren are endgame. It is a masterpiece of an episode. Oh, it's the cattiest moment in the history of television. Trust me, everybody has been excited for our thoughts on it. Who's the girl in the pink capri? It's Courtney! It's Courtney! Someone once told me the grass is much greener on the other side. Alright, this episode, there's a lot of change here with Carl entering middle school, Ginger entering high school, or I guess continuing high school. Well, high school. I just, no, she's starting off. This is her first right. day. That's right, yeah. So we're out of summer, we're into high school, and for, I just want to first talk about this Carl thing, because God, that is so messed up what his teacher does, basically convinces him he has 48 hours to live, and Carl buys it. Right before we discuss about both of these plots, I want to talk about the intro montage. Oh, yeah. oh my God, yeah, it was incredible. I really enjoyed it. Perfect way to segue into high school. Yeah, and, and something that I've never noticed until rewatching this episode today was that when they, you know, when they stop and they show like the little um, intro with the the credits, they're actually saying the names of the people. Oh. Yeah, like when you, you know, when you have like, you know, created by Emily Kapnick, it says like, Emily, and then when you see like directed by Mark Grizzly, it's like directed by Mark. And then you have, you know, um, uh, you know, the showrunners by Kate and Eric, uh, you says like, Kate and Eric. The only thing that hasn't been said was the title, which is Stuff Will Kill Ya, that is completely silent. But I never noticed that. I never noticed that during the whole techno song and every time that they showed the credits to the, um, the people behind this episode they're actually saying the names right right yeah that's nuts uh i loved it i thought it was a great way to segue into high school um and yeah the middle school segue isn't quite as glamorous they're just kind of there suddenly yeah so so i guess we can start things off with ginger's first day at lucky high so her class schedule is completely changed and she's wandering around completely confused not knowing what to do until she looks and realizes that her first teacher 
um, on her schedule is Miss Zorsky. And she's assuming that, hey, Miss Zorsky must have transferred between middle and high school. This will definitely help me out. And then she realizes that it's not the same Miss Zorsky. It's her cousin. And she is a pretty strict teacher who has absolutely nothing in common with the Miss Zorsky that we've come to know throughout these three seasons. And, you know, she's one of those strict teachers who says, you know, I don't accept excuses, even if you are just a freshman, I expect you to do this and this and this. And you know, she pretty much does not like Ginger from the first time that she sees her. Yeah, she does not. It's That's a theme in this episode, apparently, is teachers, you know, both Carl and Ginger enter their classroom thinking that these teachers are going to like them. Carl, because he's going to ride on Ginger's... Uh, success in middle school and ginger because oh it's miss orsky that'll be great to have a friendly face you know and it turns out that it is not and i remember thinking when we see that the principal graduated up with carl i was like oh are they just gonna recycle all the same teachers but i was glad to see the twist that it was in fact miss orsky's cousin yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of Carl, so they meet up with uh, Principal Milty, which is perfect because Principal Milty, Carl, and Hoodsy do know each other and is pretty consistent with uh, various episodes such as Summer of Camp Caprice and with um, um, the nurses' strike in which Principal Milty was, uh, was the principal for Lucky Elementary until he went over to Lucky Junior High. And so he tells Carlin Hoodsy, you better watch yourself. I'm going to be passing around your records to every single teacher that you're going to be attending. And so Carl approaches Ms. Zorsky and says, hey, Ms. Zorsky, um, it's Carl. You love my sister, Ginger. We're practically kin. You were in my living room once, referencing to um, an even Stephen holiday special but even Ms. Zorsky doesn't fall for it she says I'm sorry Carl but Principal Milty gave me your records and I have to keep my eye on you and Carl is pretty much defeated he's trying to be a good student which is kind of like a follow-up to the first half of um, Butterflies Are Free where he tries to be a more mature person but it seems like everybody's against him and even his friends are against him yeah, that's that's true, and I don't think they're particularly wrong. Yeah, that is true. All the problems and all the trouble that Carl has been in over these past three seasons, all the scams that he's done, all the crazy schemes, all the people who Carl has manipulated and neglected and tricked, at this point in time, I'm not blaming the teachers for being cautious about Carl. This is actually a great segue into Carl having to change and showcase to them that he wants to be a different person than who he once was, but it's not going to be easy because of everything that he's done. No, it isn't, but at the same time, he deserves a fresh start, and it just, I don't know, I was kind of annoyed with this episode of how over-the-top the teachers' dislike of Ginger and Carl are. Yeah, that is true. And especially the science teacher. Now, I can understand why the science teacher is here because um, Mr. Celia, who was the science teacher in season one, um, the original voice actor for him uh, passed away. So they had to replace him with another science teacher. And this science teacher has a vendetta against Carl because Carl did something in remedial math and apparently it caused his daughter to get in trouble. And so he wants to take revenge on him. So he decides to make up a lie saying that he hid something in the, um, that he had something in his science closet. 
that was completely deadly and that whoever touched it, they only have 48 hours to live and Carl is absolutely frightened and he wants to make the 48 hours the best that he can right before he dies. Ugh, yeah, it's really rough and I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but I was so satisfied by Lois's just tearing him apart at the end of the episode. I thought that was so wonderful. Yeah, well, we ha we 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 all root for Lois because she's an amazing mom as she, as she always is. Yeah, so with Ginger, she becomes incredibly overwhelmed with high school. All the homework assignments that she's giving, all the assignments that she has to do, and she pretty much just crashes when she's at the bathroom. She's wondering, how am I going to do this? And then she overhears two high school girls talking about the Mocha Loca Frothinator, which is an espresso that the girls drink so that they can be able to keep themselves peppy. And they can be able to keep up with all the schoolwork that they're given. And so she goes over to um, the local, not Starbucks, coffee shop. And she asks for the Mocha Loca Frothinator. And she just completely goes incredibly quick and she's in this huge caffeine buzz with um clearing out Lois and Carl's dinner even though they haven't eaten constantly doing homework really really quickly even the music is playing along to the fact that um you know Ginger is writing her homework super fast and she even talks super fast when the phone is ringing she assumes it's Darren and she talks to him but it's actually Dodie and she has this shocked look in her face and then the music starts slowing down while Ginger starts slowing down that it's midnight and she's exhausted yes it's an interesting look into I what I thought this episode did a great job of doing was capturing the stress on high school students and just the pressure and the intensity of oh I have to do this I have to get into a good college I have to do this program I have to do this and that and yeah some students end up turning to you know sometimes it's coffee sometimes it's you know more serious drugs and I thought this episode did a great job of handling that yeah, absolutely. Uh, it did a great job showcasing what addiction can do to a young person. And I guess w when we were discussing about last week about that fact that um, Nickelodeon no longer was airing as told by Ginger episodes with one of the rumors stating that the series becomes a lot more dramatic throughout this point in time. I guess episodes like this doesn't help much. I mean, with uh, Hey Arnold, with the fact that, oh, um, Helga's mom is taking smoothies, Chocolate Boy is eating chocolate. It was an underline of, you know, Miriam is drinking alcohol. Chocolate Boy's addiction to chocolate is the same as taking drugs. But no, in this episode, Ginger's drinking coffee and she's becoming addicted to it. Yes, she is. And she becomes pretty insufferable as a result of it. Yeah, I, I just love the scene in which when uh, Ginger is talking really fast in front of Dodie and Macy, and they're just looking at her incredibly um, shocked by what Ginger has become. I even love the fact that Mo Macy says, you're wearing the same clothes as you're wearing yesterday, which if, if, it, if it was like any other cartoon, it wouldn't even come to pass because they pretty much wear the same clothes in every episode. But I just love that little touch that in every, in almost every episode of a show by Ginger, they always change their clothes. Yeah, I think it's great. Uh, you know, it does certainly help. I see why other cartoons do have um, a uniform, so to speak, so that we always kind of see the character in a similar way. It makes sense, but I like the costume diversity. Yeah, and we even we talked about this with Eric Casimiro a long time ago about how he wanted the characters to change their clothes because 
um, you know, girls should have a different wardrobe and people change. So that means clothes should change. So with that, I thought it was a really nice touch that they were able to acknowledge that. And, you know, Ginger is acting incredibly frizzled out. And when Dodie throws her coffee into the trash, uh, Ginger has that scared little, uh, scared look on her face of that look of, of fear. And then Macy's saying like, don't go to the trash, please don't go to the trash. And then Macy, and then Ginger's like, no, I'm not going to go to the trash. I'm not going to go to the trash at all and then she runs over to the trash and they had to tackle her down so that she doesn't go to the trash (laughs) yeah exactly that was great yeah uh, going over back to Carl and Hoodsy's plot, it just becomes really depressing. Like, Carl thinks he's going to die, and he goes over to Brandon and gives him compliments, and he tells Hoodsy, if I die, you can be able, you can have my doghouse and everything that's in it. He goes over to Joanne and gives her compliments and says that he's changed for the better. So he's trying to be good and trying to appreciate everything that's happening, even though that it's all a lie, he's not really going to die. But uh, but still, it, it's nice to see a different perspective uh, on Carl wanting to change for the better. Um, I also love the scene in which when after he tells uh, Hoodsy that he can have the house, and Hoodsy says, well, you, you can have my car bed, but you just have to change the mattress, which is a great callback to when in the episode Sleep On It that Hoodsy constantly wets the bed. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I... Really just thought it was a throwaway line. You're so right. Yeah, what else about this episode? Uh, Carl had this line when he's explaining his situation to his mom about his death. He says, My blatant disrespect for the rules has finally caught up with me, and now I must die. (laughs) So those classic over-the-top Carl antics. uh, And really sad because he actually believes that this is happening to him and this teacher should not be allowed to teach if that's how he handles his beefs with students. Yeah, exactly. I mean, well, I mean, he wasn't acting that way towards anybody. It was just towards Carl. He had a vendetta against Carl. Yeah, which doesn't make it better in my book. Yeah, so with Ginger, it doesn't become any better for her. Um, Ms. Zorsky is not impressed with her work. The fact that she came in completely late and that she missed her class. Um and she turned in her homework and hoping for extra credit. She basically tells Ginger, I don't accept those whatsoever. I do not accept extra credit. I do not accept lazy students. And I do not accept um, chicken scratch handwriting and tells her to do the homework all over again. And the fact that in the next day, they're going to be having a test discussing about the subject that she was covering over the last couple of classes. And that made Ginger go incomplete. Uh, in complete berserk mode, needing to drink more coffee so that she can be able to catch up. And so Ginger um, goes over to the coffee shop to buy more of the local fro- uh, mocha local frothinator. And Dodie and Macy tell Lois that she's been acting really, really strange. And Lois starts figuring it out that Ginger is not acting like herself. So she meets her at the coffee shop, letting her know that what she's doing to her body is completely wrong. Uh, she shouldn't tamper with her body with any um, substance. She should um, just focus on trying to work hard and be herself. And of course, she says one of my favorite lines in the series in which she says, if ifs and buts were candies and nuts, we all have a very Merry Christmas. Oh, it's a classic, an instant classic. Love that line. And then, of course, what she even says, uh, you got yourself a new alarm clock. The name's Lois, when she tells her that she needs to wake up for the next morning. 
and right. you know and of course we even have a great line a great moment with um lois and dr dave when dr dave lets lois know that maybe she should consider giving up coffee herself because you know she has a daughter who's addicted to it and then she decides that she's going to go cold turkey. So yeah, throughout this entire series, up to the uh, leading up uh, towards the last episode, she's pretty much given up coffee altogether. And even when she's approaching um, Ginger in the next morning, you know, telling her that she shouldn't be stressed out with what's going on, and that um, you know she's even willing to talk to her teachers to see if they can give her a break but even ginger said no no i'm in high school i'll be okay and they even have that moment where they're both really sleepy with lack of coffee and i thought that was really cute and then the episode ends with lois approaching the teacher and principal milty saying that what they were doing was absolutely wrong and it was incredibly mean of the teacher saying that he was going to die even though that that wasn't the case and ginger completely falls asleep during the test and um yeah that's pretty much how the episode ends yeah uh, that's about all I have to say about it. I did love the, like, 2000s kind of EDM music at the end of the episode. <laughs> really great. So, yeah, I guess there's, uh, nothing much to say about this episode, so we can give our ranking of yay, nay, or meh. Uh, why don't you start us off? Hmm. I'm torn. I'm gonna give it a meh, and I wanted to give it a yay because I think the way it handles, like, addiction and stress of high school students is great. But the, I don't know, there's something about the teacher's instant antagonism towards Ginger and Carl that I really, really rubbed me the wrong way, and it felt like they were doing it just for the plot points of it. And I don't know, I enjoyed this episode, but I have, I like I said, I had some issues with the teachers. And the Carl plot just kind of bums me out, to be honest. So it's a meh for me. Yeah, I'm going to give it... Um, a slight yay towards the map because I feel like the message of addiction is really strong. It's a subject that you don't really discuss about often, especially with cartoons. I mean, the only one I can think of is like Chocolate Boy's addiction to chocolate in the episode Chocolate Boy, in which he wants to give up chocolate, but he's just incredibly addicted to it, and he uh, and he realizes on why, and it's a pretty sad and depressing story, but. Yeah, I think that the teacher thing, I think this is just trying to emphasize about the fact that Ginger and Carl have to overcome an obstacle with, um, you know, them transitioning to different schools. Ginger's time in Lucky Junior High, she was always the smart kid. She was always the apple in her teacher's eye. Mr. Celia saying that she's a science whiz and... Um, you know, Ms. Zorsky praising Ginger for her excellent writing. But now that she's thrown into high school, all the stuff that she's doing is pretty much like what everybody else is doing. And she, you know, for them, she feels, um, you know, Ginger feels like she needs to step up her game in order for her to keep what she's known throughout this entire time. Her having to catch up by drinking something so she can be able to finish her homework and, you know, all of her assignments, it's actually a pretty relatable thing that it, it, it builds a pressure on trying to be the best and trying to prove to everybody else around you that, you are a good student. It's just that you are just young and you are trying to learn and overcome new obstacles. And sure, with Carl, I, I think that would have made this episode a little bit stronger 
is that if the mature attitude that he started developing in Butterflies Are Free would have carried on throughout the series and then up until this point maybe the teachers are having doubts about him because he used to be a bad kid who did bad things so yeah I think that he the fact that he's still starting to act slightly immature just like he did in the previous seasons um, it kind of contradicts the fact that he's trying to be good. So maybe, you know, if they, if they would have followed up on the maturity that Carl was trying to do, maybe this episode would have actually been strong. It's like, oh, but Carl is being a good kid. We saw this happen in this episode after Butterflies Are Free, but... Yeah, it doesn't really follow up to that. And like you were saying last week about how the um, the episode seems to be going in random because characters are acting out of place or personalities that should have been in uh, earlier episodes of the series. I, I wish that the characters' you know progression would have been a little bit more consistent, which it's going to be much apparent later on in the series. But yeah, uh, other than that, I think that the message that Ginger does go through... Um, the, the struggles that Ginger does go through is incredibly relatable and a very risky thing. So I give it a slight yay, leaning towards the meh. It's not one of my favorites, though. Yeah, I was torn as well. I Maybe exactly in the middle, but, you know, it is what it is. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week as we're going to be discussing about episode 52. Hope to see you around soon and take care.